0: Promise to Abraham and his descendants that they should inherit the world, did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Fasten your seatbelts, ladies and gentlemen. It could be a bumpy ride. Here we are in the longest season of the church year, and the ride we'll be taking is supposed to make us more holy. A trip to holiness is sometimes a ride with more than a few bumps for all of us. Unless, of course, you're already perfect, in which case you're already complete and at one with God. No more holiness necessary for you. For those of us who are still on the flight to oneness with God, the seatbelt will be need to be buckled and pulled securely around us. Here it is, the Pentecost season, or the season we spend with the Holy Trinity, and that began last Sunday. This season is the second half and the long stretch of the church year. Now, there's a wonderful logic underpinning the church year, and it's built around two doctrines of our spiritual lives. And the two doctrines are these, justification, sanctification. So from Advent to Pentecost, we learn from the Bible what God has done to put us right with him. Justification. That's the definition of justification, being made right with God. It's a type of righteousness. And then from Trinity Sunday, last Sunday, to the feast of Christ the King, sometime toward the end of November, we are going to hear, read, mark, and learn what the Bible's good word teaches us about sanctification or how to grow more and more holy, justifying righteousness and sanctifying righteousness. That's the doctrinal basis of our church year. Thank God that we are in a church so grounded in the Bible that by living through the church year, we're actually living in the Trinity, By the way, you will notice that all through this trinity season, the color will be green. It's the color of growth in the spring and the summer in nature, and it's the color of spiritual growth for us through the church's season. We will grow all spring and summer, and you're going to see so much green you're going to be glad to see it go when we change to white at the Feast of Christ the King. So this season of growth in the Holy Ghost will have lessons from the Bible all summer long and on how to do just that, how to grow closer and closer to God, the Holy Trinity, So what do we have offered for us today but the calling of Matthew from the seat of custom to be a disciple of Jesus? What are we to learn from this about our trip? It's quite clear that if we're going to have any spiritual growth toward the way God wants us to be, that there will need to be forgiveness of sins. It is indeed sins that hinder us from growing more and more into the people God wants us to be. That's one of the reasons Jesus was sent to us, to deal with these sins. Matthew is looked on as a sinner because of his position in relation to the Pharisees. We see Matthew as sinning against them, They see Matthew as sinning against them and sinning against God. Because in their minds, Matthew is taking money from his own people, the Jews, and giving it to a foreign power, the Roman Empire. The foreign power is oppressing Matthew's own people, and the Pharisees point their finger at him because of that sin. From the Pharisees' religious point of view, Matthew is a sinner. Nevertheless, Jesus still calls him to discipleship. Matthew is proclaimed a sinner by the temple leaders, but also we must assume that Matthew, like the rest of us, is a sinner anyway. He may not be a sinner simply for doing his job, but he is bound to have sins on his soul for many other reasons as well. In any case, Matthew is called. Here's what Jesus says. As Jesus passed from, the, from there, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me. And he rose and followed him. Our state of spiritual health how sinful a life we have had, may not matter when it comes time to follow Jesus. Is there ever a good time when we're without sin for Jesus to step in and call us? No! He will call us whatever our sinful state is. It's the simplicity in Jesus' calling of Matthew that is striking. Follow me. He put down his whatever he's writing with, put it down on the desk, and followed him. That's simple. Notice three things that stand out about Matthew's call to discipleship. He was called while he was at work. He was called even in the midst of his imperfections. He had sins on his soul. He he was probably the last one who thought that Jesus needed him. Matthew is sitting there, and Jesus comes to him and says, Follow me. Matthew didn't have to prepare himself. Matthew didn't offer himself. Jesus made the initiative. It's not only Matthew who was called to be a disciple while he was at his job. When we read about the calling of all the disciples, they were called while they were working, fishing, mending nets, collecting taxes, and one might assume that Barnabas, who could have been tending a lot of the land that he owned, they were all at work. Jesus didn't stop them from working. He gave them a new work. Not a job. He gave them a new work. The second note about Matthew's calling was that despite being labeled a sinner, he was still called by the one who is sinless. Matthew's state of holiness did not matter. He he was called in spite of it, and he was made to have been called, maybe he was called because of it. The third note is the absolute surprise that must have struck Matthew. He must have had no idea that he was going to be called. He didn't need Christ to call him. He probably did not think he even needed Jesus. Still, Matthew was told, follow me. And he followed him. Being at work, being far from perfection, and not assuming that Jesus needs us are all part of Matthew's calling and maybe it should be part of ours. Having a work for any of us is essential. We must have a vocation. We may not think of our jobs as a vocation, but they are. We have something that we do to which to be called or something new to be called or called to improve What we're doing. We we need not think that we are too sinful to be a follower. In fact, we have to be saved from something, and that something is our sins. Whatever sins we've committed, we need to bring them to Jesus. He came to save us from something, and that is our sins. Matthew did not let his sinfulness deter him. From leaving his desk at the seat of custom and follow. Neither should we. Our attitude ought to be the attitude of Matthew. It was not that Matthew thought he had something Jesus could use, it was not that Matthew offered himself to be used by Jesus. It was Jesus who reached down. Or reached out or reached forward and called Matthew. Matthew didn't think he had something to help. Why wouldn't Jesus use me? Look how good I am at receiving taxes. It wasn't that. The initiative was from Jesus. Every time we think that we are what the church needs, we've probably lost our sense of a call. Jesus calls whom he will and when he will. It is faith, faith in Jesus and faith faith in all that he did and all that he is doing that will lead us to righteousness and go forward in our trip, beginning now. Jesus' teaching, his suffering on the cross, his death that overcame death by his resurrection, his taking our humanity to heaven by his ascension, and his finally sending us the Holy Ghost at Pentecost, having faith not in just part of it, but having faith in all of it will allow God's grace to work in us. We are saved by grace through faith. Our faith results in sanctifying righteousness and true holiness. So we've begun our journey with the Trinity. It is our faith in Jesus Christ and all that he did and said that will fuel our trip on the way to oneness with God. The important lesson for us today, by way of Matthew's example, is to allow God's bountiful grace to allow our trip to begin. No matter who we are, no matter our sinful state, no matter what we're doing for our job, Jesus is calling. We must fasten our seatbelts, trust in his grace and love, and go. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Amen.